This is the Printcast, the best podcast about printmaking ever made. Hi, and welcome to the Printcast, a podcast about the expanding world of printmaking today. I'm your host, Nick Naughton, coming to you live from the 2019 IFPDA Print Fair in New York. The Printcast brings you interviews with some of the best contemporary printmakers, sharing anecdotes, business ideas, and technical tips with listeners everywhere. It's like print porn for your ears. Today's Friday, and I'm here in New York at my Airbnb thinking about everything that happened yesterday and looking forward to another big day full of printmaking and talented artists and the expanding potential of this great art medium that connects so many of us on different parts of the world. To recount a bit of what we did yesterday, it was a busy day from what I can gather and the vendors had a good fare thus far after just a day of business. So it's been a good show and I'm glad people are coming out and there's more great stuff coming in the next days for sure. Um, I recorded an interview with master printer Craig Zamiello yesterday, and he corrected something that I didn't quite explain properly in my mini-episode yesterday. Namely, he taught me about photogravure and how it's a very specific process that requires a specific material that's in rare supply these days. Um, To get a little technical, the material is carbon tissue, so I had no idea what this was, and Craig kind of educated me on what what that is, what it looks like. But it's a very specific process, photogravure, and it takes a specific material. Mainly, it's a gelatin-coated type of paper that is soaked in potassium bichromate to make it light-sensitive. Now, this is like true chemistry. The paper is then exposed to light and washed, similar to how you'd make a polymer plate or a silkscreen. And that leaves the negative image on the paper. Then, using a copper plate that has a fresh aquatint cooked on the surface, you transfer the gelatin to the plate and the gelatin layer acts as an acid resist. So it's very similar to how like any kind of etching would work, but it's using this like photographic matrix that's something that was truly, it was invented hundreds of years ago. The prints that are made using this process result in a continual tone photographic print done using an aquatint. And it's something that's been around since the days of Abraham Lincoln. In fact, Craig told me that the print that he did with Chuck Close of President Barack Obama, because the technique had fallen out of fashion, um, this was the first photogravure done of a president since Abraham Lincoln. Now that's obscure, right? And it's something that I'm glad he's keeping alive. But alas, the materials to do a true print like this are dwindling in supply. So it's making it more difficult to make prints. And so we'll see in the future if anyone really keeps this practice up or if it will maybe fall into true obsolescence like many old techniques. You know, if the materials aren't available anymore, you you can't do the thing anymore. We'll see what happens with that. It may be too niche of a thing, and other options are so readily available today that like, it might encourage that material just to go out out of existence altogether. Look at how interesting that is. Like, I didn't know much about that, and I have to say I was misinformed a little bit, and I've seen many artists just call whatever they're doing because it's a photographic-looking thing. They call them photogravures, and now I know better, and I can ask people technical questions and be like, is it a photogravure, or are you just exposing a polymer plate, which is not the same thing, and frankly, that's rather easy. And uh, I think they're borrowing the cachet of an old techniques moniker to make, you know, to boost their prints that are typically, you know, that are essentially just kind of a photo exposed plate that's not hard to do at this point in the world. Yesterday I took some time to take in some of the booths that feature publishers showing their prints. Being a printer myself, it's something I want to focus on at the print fair and I want to see prints and possibly meet the people who are making them. So I stopped in at Shark Sink, Medbud Shark, the owner of Shark Sink Press, 
I'll talk more about him maybe in a future episode, but he's really cool and interesting and very lovely, and his wife is great. I met the couple and had a great little conversation, so hopefully I'll have Bud on the show at some point. What I wanted to talk about was I stopped at Tandem Press, and I'm going to talk to them more today, but I keep thinking about these prints that I saw there that are these sort of collage works by um, Brooklyn artist Micheline Thomas. Now, they're colorful and textural, and they really pull you in when you see the layered surface. Um, they're uh, portrayals of African-American women, often nude, so it's kind of referencing like sexuality and things in a way, but the spaces are kind of slightly abstracted, though sort of logical in a way, and I really enjoy the art historical references, the femininity, and um, the perspective on African-American women, and they're just really complex and like insanely cool works. It's something where, you know, you see this artist making a collage, but then like they're collaging all these printed things. So if they want like wood texture, there's like a multicolor print done on paper of wood texture that then the artist has cut out into shapes. And I mean, they're really great. I'll post pictures of them today. Um, but they stopped me in my tracks, and so I had to go check those out. They also have some really great prints by Swoon, who is one of the featured artists at the fair this year. Um, I also wanted to mention woodcuts by an artist named Chitra Ganesh at the Durham Press booth. They stopped me in my tracks also, like I went back, they're kind of in a back, back space of their booth area, and there's a whole series and a box set, and they're very culturally different, um, they're kind of more about an Arab experience by the artist, and it, I don't know, I'll, I'll get more information today because I've only just started kind of looking into what the work is about, but they're fantastic woodcuts, and I'll also be posting pictures of those today on my Instagram. Check out the Instagram feed for the print cast, and check out to see what's, what's on view at the fair. I've been posting about it and doing stories and things. One thing to note is that many of the artists on view at the IFPDA might not be artists who are self-publishing artists. That would be artists who, who publish and make their own prints themselves. Um, rather, many of, the, many of the artists who are here are artists who work in different media who are taking a step into printmaking with master printers. And that's what a print publisher is. So many are painters and sculptors, and they work with professionals who can help them achieve their print work. And so they can get a lot further into the process than maybe if they were just to like buy some linoleum and start carving. It's like they work with someone who tells them how to do that, how to proceed and how to expand upon that. And you get to a much more um, in-depth kind of point in your work when you have someone who's that specialized of a technician working with you alongside you. It's a category of artist I find very interesting. And I want to include more of that on the print cast because I see them as artists who are crossing boundaries and, you know, making kind of fuzzy edges of what a print is and what printmaking is because it really spans more than just like an isolated medium. And I want everyone to always think about that because it goes way beyond ink on paper and it can be so much more than that. I think artists who are working in that vein take liberties because they're not tied to a single approach or a method of working. Having a varied experience can be beneficial and lead to more interesting prints and I encourage all of you out there to, you know, as you're putting ink on paper, branch out once in a while and do what you don't, you wouldn't typically do, because you can never underestimate the benefits of play and experimentation. It can only enrich what you do and encourage growth in your art practice. Today at the IFPD Fair, Jeff Koons takes the stage. So if you aren't familiar with this artist, what rock are you living under, I'd have to say. Um, for real, if you don't recognize his name, Jeff Koons is one of the most famous artists living today. He became prominent early in his career for brazenly declaring that he would become the most successful artist of all time. I think that's what he said. It's something like that. But, um, you know, he ended up just doing that. In the past few years, he's debatably the most expensive artist alive today. And his most iconic works are 
something I guarantee everyone has seen, at least in picture, if not in person. But his most iconic works are these mirror-finished sculptures of balloon animals and hearts and, um, and a few other types of things. But they're in the collections of, like, every major museum in the world. Literally everywhere. So whatever you think about his work, you can't deny the beauty and the craftsmanship of these pieces. They are truly, um, to me, like a statement of, like, what human beings can do because my allure, they are perfect. Like they are perfect and shiny. And I don't care what people think of them or how controversial, it's just like, if you see that thing, it's just like, I don't even know how you'd go about that. But it's like, this was not something that people did 100 years ago, 50 years ago, or all throughout human existence. It's like, they're happening now and they're an achievement of engineering and um, mastery of skill. So I know that he's a polarizing figure in the art world. You know, he's celebrated by some, panned by many others. And part of that scorn is that he runs art factories, um, so to speak, that utilize teams of talented artists and technicians, and they create all of his work for him, which I'm fine with, you know, because I think printer, printing and workshops and things that support an artist have been around, you know, for a long time, like hundreds of years. You know, he's utilizing these teams of artists, and they create all that work, and it's not unlike Damien Hirst, Takashi Murakami, Ai Weiwei, and many other prominent famous artists today, so you can decide for yourself if it matters if the artist's actual hand is in the work or not, but if it's about the object at the end of the day, I think it's fine the way that he does what he does. So needless to say, I'll be curious to see what he says at his talk, and that's at 12.30 um, at the fair. And following that, I'll be recording two interviews, one with Carl LaRocca, um, aka the founder of K-Rock. So K-Rock screen printing, I've got so many things I want to talk to him about, and I can't wait to share the results of this one with everybody. Um, and following Carl is Kathy Caraccio, uh, master printer. Kathy's been working for over 40 years in New York, publishing work and teaching classes about various print techniques. She's famous for her viscosity prints, and she did a series back in the day with Romare Bearden that are truly amazing prints. Like, there was a huge show of them at the Nelson Atkins in Kansas City. I don't know, quite a few years ago now, six or eight years ago. They were really incredible works. It was a great show. I met her there and got to hear her talk about her print work. And it was really, really impressive. Like she really is like a fountain of knowledge and has a lot of stories and has done a whole lot. So she's taught all kinds of places, everything. So I can't wait to see what she says about her career and the projects she does and how she goes about living her life. Yeah, rounding out the day though, there are other talks after my interviews. One features the author Phil Sanders on the collaborative print process at 5 o'clock, given the discussion about artist and printer collaboration that's been happening quite a bit. This one should be a great talk full of stories and perspective on how that works. And at 6 p.m., the final talk of the day is a buyer's guide to print with Helen Roslin. She is the Tatler Magazine's arts editor and the director of the London Original Print Fair and the author of the Royal Academy publication, A Buyer's Guide to Prints. So she demystifies the world of prints and printmaking and really knows about collecting prints and runs the print fair in London. If you need perspective on how to consider prints for your collection or what that's even like, you know, she's gonna have a lot of insight into that. One other thing I wanted to mention that's happening today and this weekend is I stopped into the opening night last night of IPCNY, that's the International Print Center of New York, they're great. Um, they're hosting Print Fest, and that features print work from a huge group of college print departments. So it's young people, they're very approachable, you can meet the students in person, and there's quite a, view, uh, quite a, a bit of work on display there. So you can interact with students at the tables, pick up some work for very affordable prices, and some of it's really tremendous and like 
you know, phenomenal technique, skills. And these are by young, up-and-coming people, like grad students and stuff, so it's really worth taking a look. You know, especially if you're not in the market for the higher-end works that are at the other print fairs, like, this one might be something very worth checking out. Not to mention, the Speedball Print Posse are on hand, and I've been learning about, like, you know, what that is. It's, it's a huge collection of different artists who do these, you know, live events, and they, they kind of light shit up and, like, pull prints and just kind of live on the edge. It's, like, really fun. So, yeah, Bill Fick and artist Carlos Hernandez are on hand, and they're pulling prints. You can go get a free copy of one of their prints, and there's, like, Speedball merch and Print Posse badges and stuff you can take. So it's, it's a really cool little spot to go check out some things and very approachable and completely different world to what the Fine Art Print Fair is. Oh yeah, and Speedball apparently has come up with a new black ink that scuffs less. I have to say I'm a huge fan of their black because it's a very, very matte black. Like the matte finish has been so useful at different times where I wanted like that effect. But I will say it scuffs like crazy. If you breathe on it in the wrong way, it'll just like show a mark. I mean, it's so sensitive, the surface of that ink. And so they've actually been formulating new things to try to like make it scuff less. So apparently it works and I'm really uh, curious to try it out. That's it though for today for the Printcast Daily. Tomorrow there's a whole slate of other programming. I'm gonna have uh, Leslie DeGuid from Do Good Press and we're gonna have a little conversation and there's other talks going on. So it should be a busy time ahead. It's a very jam-packed print week. So yeah, enjoy your day and I will be posting more and posting photos and recording things to share with you later and yeah, there's a lot going on. So thanks for checking in with the Printcast and more to come. You've been listening to the Printcast, a podcast about the expanding world of printmaking today. The Printcast brings you interviews with some of the best contemporary printmakers, sharing anecdotes, business ideas, and technical tips with listeners everywhere. It's like print porn for your ears. If you like what you were listening to, help us get the word out by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on iTunes and sharing with your friends on social media. You can find The Printcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, as well as online at theprintcast.com. Music for this special edition is by Broke for Free. Voiceover, editing, and production provided by your host, Nick Naughton. Take care of yourselves and each other, and we'll see you on another episode of The Printcast. Bye for now.